0: I have a friend named Monty Roberts who owns a horse ranch in San Ysidro. He was he let me use his house to put a fundraising event to raise money for the youth at a risk pro, at a at a risk youth program. The last time I was there, he introduced me by saying, "I want to tell you why I let Jack use my house for this cause. It all goes back to a story about a young man." who was then a son of a itinerant horse trainer who would go from stable to stable, racetrack to racetrack, from farm to farm, from ranch to ranch, training horses. As a result, the boy's high school career was continually interrupted. When he was a senior, he was asked to write a paper about what he wanted to be and do when he grew up. That night. He wrote a seven-page paper describing his goal of somebody owning a horse ranch. He wrote about his dream in such great detail, he even drew a diagram of a 200-acre ranch showing the location for all of the buildings, the stables, and the track. Then he drew a detailed floor plan for a 4,000-square-foot house that would sit on a 200-acre dream ranch. He put a great deal of his heart into the project and the next day he handed it to his teacher. Two days later, he received his paper back on the front page. He had a large F with a note that read, hey, uh, you need to see me after class. The boy with a dream went to see the teacher after class and asked, so why did I receive an F? The teacher said, this is an unrealistic dream for a young boy like you. You have no money. You come from an itinerant family. You have no resources. And owning a horse ranch requires a lot of money. You have to buy land. You have to pay for the original breeding stock. And later, you'll have to pay a large stud fee. There's no way you could ever do it. Then the teacher added, listen, I want to be fair. If you will rewrite this paper with a more realistic goal, I will reconsider your grade. The boy went home, thought about it long and hard. He even had sat down and had a conversation with his father. He said, Father, what what should I do? His father said, look, son, this is one of these opportunities where you're going to have to make up your own mind. However, I think it's, very, it's going to be a very important decision for you. Finally, as the, as the boy sat there, he sat there. And after sitting and thinking about it for about a week, the boy turned in, turned in the same exact paper he originally turned in to get the big F. Making no changes at all, he stated, Listen, you can keep the F, I'll keep my dream. Monty then turned to the assembled group and said, I'll tell you this story because you are sitting in my 4,000 square foot house in the middle of a 200 acre horse ranch. I still have that school paper framed over the fireplace. He added, The best part of the story is. That two summers ago, that same school t- teacher that, dis- that tried to distract me from the dream that I had brought 30 kids to the camp out on my ranch for a week. When the teacher was leaving, she said, look, Monty, I can tell you this now. When I was your teacher, I was something of a dream stiller. During those years, I stole a lot of kids' dreams. Fortunately, you had enough gumption Not to give up on yours. In closing, family, don't let anyone steal your dreams. Don't you steal your dreams. Follow your heart no matter what. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, big up. That was me hitting myself on the chest if you was wondering what the noise was. Big up. On the podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and you guys know it. Let me do my dance. My personal favorite is personal development. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Today's topic is entitled, How to Stop Making Excuses. How to stop making excuses. You see, that story that I read was very impactful. It was impactful in so many different angles, of that when we unpack this story, family, I hope that you're able to walk away with three impact secret points. Number one, don't compare yourself to where people that you admire are at and you would like to be. Because it would hinder you, you will find ways to stop moving forward. I also hope that you'll be able to achieve out of this. Stop living in the past. It's called the past for a reason. I had to let that marinate. I'm sorry. Number three, have the courage to move forward even when it seems uncomfortable. You see, being uncomfortable is really about taking risk. Well, let me rephrase that. You're, when you take risks, you will be, be uncomfortable. See, similar to the story that we just read, that story was brought to you uh, by, I believe it was uh, MIR, M-E-I-R-L-I-R-A-Z, Top 100 Motivational Stories. And one of the things that I realized about that story was even though it didn't go into to the details of his journey of achieving his dream of the 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 dream he wrote out uh, but what it got me was his circumstances his circumstances gave him every reason to have an excuse we don't have the money we don't have the connections we don't we don't have the mental com- ability as far as the training that maybe other people in our position would have had meaning the the resources of knowledge that someone else may have had in that position yet the determination of that young man especially in high school a senior year of high school because I don't know about you family but for me I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew everybody said either go get a job, you know, go work in a factory or go go to college. That was my option or wait a minute or, or go to the armed forces. So those were my three options. And I was like, uh, I really don't like any, any, any of the options. But for this young man to go and architect his life the way that he wanted it, to to architect his life in a way, was amazing. See, that right there is a sense of the intuition and having a gut feeling that, you know, this is something that you want to do with your life. This is something that you're meant to do. This is your purpose and instead of making the excuses which again are valid these excuses are valid you come from the from the bottom from from a poor mindset and a poor financial set so not only are you operating out of a poor mindset you're also operating out of a poor financial uh space as well mindset so just imagine that struggle that what you can't really see right now is what you expect to happen later on. And what what also what also leads you about this story is the fact that see the teacher, yes, you know, she apologized for saying, you know, um uh, I was a dream killer, but really she wasn't. She probably gave him that extra spark or that extra fuel because again, he had every reason in every excuse he possibly could have had to say no. You see, she gave him that spark by giving him that F that F forced him to go think about what he really wanted out of life. That truly was a test. You see, the test was, okay, I gave you the F now here's 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 the here's the solution if you just go ahead and rewrite the paper i'll change the grade and how many of us how many of us negotiate with ourself like that here's here's and, and when i say what i'm gonna say i'm gonna have a quote and you guys heard this quote before if you're a listener of the show but how many of us how many of us traded what we knew we wanted and what what keeps just just really what let's just put it like this what we knew we wanted and it was really troubling us inside that we really wanted to take action we wanted to do but we allowed someone to tell us that we shouldn't do it or we allowed ourselves to be a people pleaser to a point to make them happy you knew that you didn't want to you know that you don't want to be at that job You know you don't want to be in that relationship. You know you would rather spend your time building assets and growing your brand. And you know this. And so this is when that that first quote I'm going to tell you about Nina Simone. She said you use up everything you got trying to give everybody what they want. See, if that young man would have given that teacher what he what she wanted, which was to change what he knew is, that he felt was possible into what she thought was impossible, he wouldn't be in the place that he's in. because a lot of times a lot of us when we jump out and when i say jump out i mean it in a, a term of when we say hey i want i'm i'm having an expectation that you know if i'm going to leave this job or if i'm going to work this job and and, and be a, an entrepreneur we have an expectation that the things that we're doing is going to happen right now and if they don't happen right now it's like i'm done Just don't work. You know, people talk about making money on online or that Wi-Fi bread. That's not really real. But see where you fail to realize if you just would have just kept going and kept staying down that road. All of that was coming or is coming. But we allow currently what we're seeing to get in the way of what we can be. And I think that for me, when I look at a lot of different things in life of how we allow constraints. To hinder what we can be instead of taking the time to visually script out what we really want out of life and be firm and stand next to it regardless of what someone says and as always i always want to interject here because i know this can happen as i share my story with you plenty of times of saying i wanted to be the number one project manager in the world not in the united states i'm talking about in the world and i was willing to out to hone my craft to learn my craft and do everything possible. And then I started seeing things that just wasn't aligned with what my vision was. You see, my the reason why I truly loved project management was because of the the opportunity of being able to help people, guide people, lead people And everything was always new, like I never knew what I was getting into into because a project has a beginning and end date. And so you're always getting new projects. You're getting you're you're having to learn new things fast because the majority of the people that you're working with, they're so up to speed. They've been doing this their whole whole life. And you may just only have a foundation when. They have built the house, they put in a brand new kitchen, they put in a brand new everything and you have to get up. And I love that challenge. I love the challenge of having to be up to speed fast, of having a challenge of, yeah, you know, that person dropped the ball, but it falls back on me. It's 100% my accountability, not theirs, even though they're the ones that's doing the work. And all of that, I didn't see that. That when I was going through as far as being a project manager, it was really it was really cultivating me to be an CEO It really was cultivating me to take full accountability. Even if I wasn't in the wrong, it was it was it was cultivating me to understand that the excuses that are valid, that are possible, that did happen still is my fault. Because they didn't go to them. They came to me. And so what I'm saying to you, family, is that when you are looking at 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 your life, when you when you heard this story, I hope you go back and listen to the story again, because the more I keep talking, the more I keep getting excited. And I know I've been trying to get it down to 10 minutes, family, but I, I just can't right now. And I shouldn't say I can. I choose not to because there's somebody out there that needs this. You see, I even got I even dug so deeper into this. I even went up went and looked up the word. What is excuses? Well, according to the Merriam Webster, an excuse is something offered as a justification or a or as grounds for being excused. Now, I'm not as smart as everybody out there, so let me rephrase that. Let me say that again. According to Merriman Webster, an excuse is something offered as a justification or grounds for being excused. How many how many justifications have we given? Or just the lies. You know why I say just the lies, because it's funny, I I, I seen this quote where. It was a funny quote and I downloaded it and I want to just share it with you over this this digital space real quick because it it tickled me because this is something we probably all said. And in a way to avoid just saying no, or just saying that right there doesn't fit where I'm going. I'm sorry. No. Quote goes something like this. Sorry. I can't today. You see, my sister's friends, mother's grandfather's brother's grandson, uncle's fish died. And yes, it was tragic. Now, how many of us really do think that way of finding ways to get out of things and making excuses, even negotiating with ourselves? I keep telling you guys, people say, Oh, I don't know how to do sales. Yes, you do. You do know how to sell. You know why I know how, I know you're not know a sell is because of the excuses that you sell yourself every day of why you can't do anything. You sell yourself an excuse of, you know, I want to lose weight. But the excuse that you sold yourself was. I just can't do it because I really love bread. You see what I'm starting to realize, and I'm one and I'm hoping one day I can run this real life experience. I would want to get with individuals that I think they actually did a show on this um, and I want to check it out. Uh, I've I've seen a couple episodes and uh, the premise of the show are these entrepreneurs that are really kind of building their their company up. And there's three hosts uh, on the show in which they're working with the various teams that you get to see there, you know, like one of the teams was uh, he was doing a barbecue uh, and I think he had different seasonings and all this. And then there was um, a, a, another group of individuals that had wine and then an, another group that did coolers um, and another guy, he, he did like a shirt. And so all of these different ideals that they were tr- that they were working on selling to the market. And what I noticed is, is the fact of you've seen. I hate I hate falling into this trap because sometimes it's, it's not fair because a lot of people, it's not that they don't want it more than somebody else. I don't really believe that. I used to believe that. I used to say that, oh, this person wants it more. But I don't think it's about wanting it more. I now come to realize I think it's about. The excuses that are being told to that person of having to deal with some of the past mistakes or past decisions that they made and the past information that was communicated of how they're not this particular person or even the present information that they're being communicated and told that you shouldn't be doing that. No, you're not right for that. I don't I don't believe I I can see that again, going back to the story, we always go back to the story and the story illustrates to us. The teacher said, I, you know, I I apologize. I was a dream killer. And just imagine how many people come into our lives to be dream killers. Right now, if you went and told your friend and this is how you know what type of friends you have, I'm about to quit my job. What? So what's your backup plan? What's your plan B? I don't have a plan B. Plan B gets in the way of plan A. So my plan A is this is what I plan to do. If they're not just as excited as you are, as saying, you know, this is your this is your goal. I mean, this is your vision. This is something that, you know, you've been thinking about. You may want to reassess that friendship. Now, there there can be a concern of I get it. Of Hey, you know, are you you know, I want to make sure that everything is okay. Like a, a, a caring friend and you'll know the difference. But again, you always want to make sure that if, you know, you keep like-minded people around you, um, when you are traveling down, you know, this road and you can have sets of friends, of course, but when it comes to the like-minded people of, Hey, i want to do this. Maybe you only need to share with them and not the friends that Wants to stay where it, where it's comfortable. Wants to stay where they're limited at. So let's 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 talk about some proposed solutions. Let's first proposed solution that comes straight off the mind and that I thought of when I was putting when I was putting this show together. Start saying yes to your destiny and no to your distraction. Mm, I like that. ooh, I like When when I typed that out, I was like, oh, that's powerful. Start saying yes, yes y e s to your destiny and start saying no to your distractions. You see what I had to do, um what I'm starting to do more of I actually started this morning is. Um, Because I was, I, I I get up at at three a.m. and my goal is always to start working out at three thirty. Why I need thirty minutes, that's a whole nother conversation. But I found myself there today because I always want to listen to, you know, um, a motivational, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a you know a YouTube uh, a video or whatnot. And um, what I found out is, is that I'll have a tendency right then and there to look through to see what I want to listen to. And that takes time. And with that time, I'm getting all these notifications and I'm like, and then I may get intrigued, like, uh, let me click on this, which then again, it, it takes, I could have been, if I would have just put it in my playlist that I have, boom, click on it and move forward, that that would have ended all of that. But it didn't. So that's something that I definitely have learned. So so this morning, what I've done as far as for this for the show is I killed my notifications. I just I just turn on, you know, or I put it on. Do not disturb. I'm sorry if you have an, if you have an iPhone, do not disturb. I don't, I don't know what it is for Android, but uh, doing that, it really kept me focused when I was typing this out and putting the show together because it didn't allow my mind to wonder on, oh, I got to check that email. Or, oh, man, let me save this and I'll get back to it uh, type mentality. Second point. Stop getting in your way of what you want and go after it. I heard a story this morning by um, and I forgot the sister's name and that's my bag. Uh, it was about this sister that she's on Insecure on HBO. And she, she went into, uh, she's from Nigeria and I, I'm I'm mad that I can't even, uh, I don't even have her name. I should have wrote her name out, but I didn't know I was going to tell this story, but it just got me thinking when I was talking about this. Uh, so as I was listening to her story, she was talking about how being from Nigeria, Nigeria, and she wanted to, um, she was her, the, the expectations of her family was for her to go to med school to be a doctor. And by happen chance, she entered, entered a pageant and by entering a pageant, she, you know, she was required to basically do a talent. And she she said, I didn't have a talent. So she said she prayed to God and she said, you know, she said, clear as day, the talent which she was going to leverage was com- um, being a comedian. And so she got up there and did extremely well. Uh, and her parents, you know, laughed and everything, because, again, there's a pageant. But from there, the excitement and the what she wants to do in life really just kind of propelled her. And then, long story short, she didn't she didn't go in the direction that f- the family wanted her to go. She didn't go in the direction of what most people thought she was going to go into. She went into com- comedy, which transitioned her into a show on HBO. And I'm actually going to do a uh, episode on that now that I'm 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 speaking about that. So getting in your own way is this is just that thing that, you know, is telling you that you need to go and do it. But you keep pushing it down. You keep fighting it. And finally, finally, it's going to get to a point where it's going to push you, as I told you, into your greatness. And but you don't want to wait too late. And if it's something that you really want to go do, go do it. Test it out. Legally, guys, legally. (laughs) Um, Third point here is take a stand to stop pleasing people and start focusing on you. As I shared with you guys before, I shared the Nina Simone quote, but we always, you know, what's so funny is, is that when people start taking a stand and focusing on them and and building them up, they started building a stigma that, oh, you're selfish, you just, you know, you're you're more concerned about you than you are about me. You're selfish. And I'll be transparent. I had that happen to me. And so I became some I became some someone of somebody trying to make people happy, trying to be, you know, doing, you know, things I didn't want to do to, you know, to make people happy. And realized after a while, I was like, this is not for me because I won't I mean that means I'm constantly going to have to make you happy to 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 buy into me and that's not something that I was willing to subscribe for or to so taking a stand of 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 caring for yourself first is extremely important because if you can't take care of you and care for you first How can you help somebody else? I'm big on helping people like it for me is is this is no brainer. Like I'll do it. But I had I had to learn to make that transition to learn to help want to help people. Um, But first, I had to help myself because how am I going to be able to talk to you? or How am I going to be able to help you if if I can't even help myself now? Because you're not going to respect the help I'm giving you. So family, always look for ways to improve and better yourself and don't feel guilty that you're investing in yourself. Because if you, if you create a better version for you, a better version of you, you're able to help other people because they're going to want to know your story and how you did it. So focus on you. As the pilot tells me. Or excuse me, the air, the air, the flight attendant or the video that they show before you secure the mask on someone else, secure the mask safely on you. I'll say that again before you secure the mask safely on someone else securely I mean safely secure the mask on yourself. Well, family, I'll leave you with these closing remarks and I'm gone. And I I apologize for keeping you guys as long as I kept you. But for me, this topic here about excuses is a is a battle every day for for each and every individual, because it's a choice that you have to make It's a choice that you have to make regarding how bad do you want to live life? How bad do you want to have an impact on life? And it's challenging because you have, again, good reasons to make excuses. But you have better reasons to outlive those excuses. So I'll leave you with this quote. And then I'll close. You can make an excuse or you can make progress you choose that's by Brian Tracy in closing family I always appreciate you guys for joining and taking the time to listen to the show Um, a lot goes into this because I really enjoy being able to put together a show that not only helps you grow and, and provide information that you can cross, you can always cross-reference what I'm saying, but it helps me as well. It helps me understand the psychology of myself, meaning that I continue to tell you guys, because I've noticed with certain individuals that they get to a point where They've overcome some of the things they've overcome and then turn around and make you guys feel like they was never on that journey or still and and still are on the journey. Because every day for me, this is a journey. Every day I get up, there's a there's a decision or decisions that have to be made. So family, I want to let you know I'm on the journey with you. I'm not too good. I'm not better than you. I am just me, just ED. So I would love to hear from you guys. Like, what did you guys you know get out of the show today? Um text me, man. Let's 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 chop it up. 251-325-5576. Again, 251-325-5576. Again, I like I love to hear from you and see what was on you. You know what you got out the show and what are you going to start doing differently? Until next time, I'm out.